Hi everyone, Raphael Harry here, and you're listening to White Label American, a podcast where we hear stories from an immigrant or two, sometimes more. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome to another episode of White Label American. Really appreciate all the support we've been getting from our listeners, whether it's through Patreon, buying us cups of coffee, or buying our merchandise. You are not only supporting us, but you're also supporting small and veteran-owned businesses. And we can't thank you enough. If you're new to the podcast or a returning listener, you can also support us by joining our Patreon for as little as $3 per month. You'll get access to loads of bonus content, and you can help us out by sharing our podcast with your friends, your loved ones, and even your enemies. Share it all. We appreciate it. And don't forget to give us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform, or you just go to our website and hit the review button there. You can also be a part of the show by sending your story to us via the contact form on www.whitelabelamerican.com or you can send an email uh, whitelabelamerican at gmail.com or leave a voice note on the website. You know, go to the contact form or just hit the mic button on the website. And before we officially begin, we'd like, love to give a shout out to people in Turkey and Syria. Um, as at the time of recording, we know you guys went through a very powerful earthquake. And um, our hearts with you all and sending you all the best. And just know that, um, yeah, our love and hearts with everybody. And we hope you all are doing well. And, yeah, wishing you all the best. And I, I believe uh, the Ghanaian footballer, Hedi, he has been found. Um, Christian Natsu. He was, was he in the involved in the? Yeah, he was under a rubble. Oh, so n- wow! He was uh, found alive, and uh, the, the three Ghanaian female wow. footballers wow. also. Fortunately, they weren't under a rubble, but you know, they were good. So, yeah. So, sending a shout out to everybody in that part of the yeah, world. Indeed, indeed. Yes, um, yes, it's tough, you know. And also, we had an earthquake in Western New York last night. Really? But, um, yeah, that was Western New York. We don't really. But out that part of the world, you know, that's not, that's not our, a, we were in New York. It's a big state. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> New York, that's, that's not our, yeah, they, they didn't have something as serious as people in Turkey hmm. and Syria. So this is a different episode, you know, uh, we have, you know, we have things, we're in Black History Month, uh, Black History, as we say, or some of us say, not everybody, if you're not, if you're not as, um, fine-tuned as some of us then you 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 add the history and we have a returning guest with us today who are you again so it's rodney rodney jehu returning for i think the third time yeah it's a pleasure to be here so rodney you're the first Ghanaian to appear in the studio since the world cup (laughs) have i forgiven ghana for what ghana did at the world cup no yeah, you know, me neither, me neither. But, you know, a lot of uh, storylines came to an end with this World Cup, you know. There was too much on the line for, for, for the boys when mm, it came to mm, mm, mm. That, the match not, against... against that's uh, not like too many Uruguay. excuses going well, on. Well, hey, you know, what can we say? 
when that penalty was missed against Uruguay, we knew it was downhill from there. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a man. mental game, you know, and you play the game to win the, the match. You know, don't don't be focused on uh, settling old scores and rivalries. And Look, if Ghana does not want me to have an old score to settle with them, just supply me pepper soup <laughs> until hey, that, my birthday. That's a Nigerian thing. We don't make pepper soup in Ghana. What What do you mean? Uh, papaya restaurant has pepper soup? I know, but they're just copying Nigerians. We don't eat that in Ghana. Okay. Um, peanuts but, stew. Okay, peanuts stew. Deal. Um, banku with okra. Deal. There's yeah. banku and okra right now at my apartment. Okay, we don't need to record anymore. Let's go to the house. <laughs> Let's go. End the recording. Yeah, that, no, this, that, 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 was, that was an offer for you to come this weekend. And let's, let's get down on some... Uh, Oh, that, okay. Yeah. You heard it, yeah. Now, so yeah, this... the next time I come on, if I if I'm still talking trash about Ghana, <laughs> then you, you know you know that Rodney did not come through. So there you go. Yeah, you, yeah. You know that my my head was just shining without any banku oil, <laughs> you know, any oil from the stew. But anyway, how you doing, my brother? Doing all right. Doing all right. Grateful for another year. You know, glad to be glad to be back in the swing of things. That's right. You know, Black History Month. Hey. Yeah. So, you went home with the family for Christmas. Was that your your first time taking the family home? It was the first time with uh, the kids. You know, one you know, my daughter was born in twenty twenty. Uh, we spoke about her the first time I was on, uh, and then my son just last year. Uh, so obviously because of COVID and just having really young kids, we hadn't made the trip. You know, myself it had been four and a half years since I was back home. So this was it was it was great to be back. You know, recharge, re you know access parts of my personality that I don't get to uh, access when I'm living here in New York, um, you know, speaking the local languages, eating the local foods, introducing my kids to that. They're so young that they eat everything, even, yes. the, even the strange stuff, right? Uh, strange by Western standards. So so uh, that was nice to see. Um, so what, what were, what, can you give us an example of some of the personalities that you got to unlock that you, you can't unlock over here? Yeah, that mean, is safe for you to... Let us know on the podcast. Yeah, is it a safe space? It is a safe space. Oh, okay. Come on, well, it's always safe. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, there's a certain sort of, in America, dignity, you know, at every station in life. You know, you treat everyone with respect. Mm -hmm. You know, see a police officer, you greet them, see a janitor. You know, everybody is worthy of respect. And, and that's true across the board. It's true in Ghana, too. Except with the way the system is set up there, if you end up being too respectful, people tend to look down on you. So in some sense, you have to be a little bit of a jerk. <laughs> Especially to police, oh, man. you know, if you don't want to be stopped at the, you know, random traffic stops, you know, mm -hmm. you have to sort of act like, wait, who are you to stop me? Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Exactly. Do you know who I know? Um, yeah. So that, so that, you know, mindset switch, you know, uh, yeah, it's think, funny little things like that, you know, ways of <laughs> carrying yourself, you know, as you go about town that that are different. Uh, you know. uh, um, I'm I'm laughing because uh, you know exactly what I mean. I, th I thought Nigerians were the more arrogant ones. And, <laughs> you know, it's been a while since I've been to Nigeria. And last time I went, I was still in the Navy. So, you know, at the airport, I, 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 and I was, at the, I was literally at the bottom in, 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 in the Navy. And at the airport, I knew they were, they were going to, because, you know, when, we, when you're going home, especially back when you were, you were more active in the, in the community, Everybody would be like, hey, man, can you carry stuff for me? Carry stuff. So before I knew that, mm -hmm. I, 
had like um I, I think I had like three or four extra luggages mm. for people on base that I yeah you I, can't you can't I go back carrying. empty-handed yeah so I was carrying and this is not for family this is for people on base that I'm carrying stuff okay, for. Okay. so I knew that they were gonna give me a tough time at the airport mm. and I did not dress like some big man you know I just wore a t-shirt. It yeah, was, you know, well, well, warm, mistake was, number when one. When I was right warm, there. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, it was warm weather at that time of the year, and it was pretty, uh, pretty cold in uh, Virginia. But yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 I already did my calculation. So when I arrived at Abuja, and I'm coming out, um, I get to customs. They, they like, Oga, you, you are the one with all this, all this for you, only you. I had like five or six luggages. I said yes. So they eye me. I'm much slimmer. I'm f- looking fit. They look at me. Hmm. This one, who is he? Doesn't look like a big man. Ah. So the guy starts telling me that uh, he opens the first. He opens the first luggage and he sees, like, uh, was it PS two that was then? This was uh, twenty two thousand and nine. That was I think PS two. Yeah. So. Yeah. He, op- he sees like three PS2, uh, three or four PS2 boxes. So he's like, ah, sad, uh, you, you have to pay tariff on, on this. <laughs> I said, tariff, uh, how much is that? How, and how much would that be? He says, uh, that, that would be the, the retail price of each one. I said, really? Wow. Okay, uh, but that does not belong to me. So I, I, I will have to call whoever, the, the person that owns it to pay. He said, well, okay, let's see what else is in the other luggages. So he opens my one, my, one of my luggages. That, that's where I get them. As soon as he opens it, he sees a giant camouflage jacket that I have, which is uh, my, my all-weather jacket, mm-hmm. which I'm not supposed to bring to Nigeria. Like, uh, the weather was not, it wasn't for that weather. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I intentionally put that at the top, which right, was how right. I was going to get them. It was a signal, yeah. It was a signal. So when he saw that, he said, ah. Uh-uh. Okay, who are you? <laughs> when he asked that, who are you? And then now was my time to show off. And I'll flash my ID. When he saw the ID, ah, sir, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> Salute. So as he saluted him, the whole place, now everybody just stopped staring at me. And I'm not, my voice did not change, nothing. I'm right. just, I'm like, how y'all doing? And carry on, yeah. carry on, just as, it's okay, it's okay. And all doors are open for you, right? Meanwhile, I'm yeah. at the bottom of the food chain. You're not supposed to give me a hand salute. But mm. now, but my voice now has changed to, you know, big man voice. Like, it's okay, it's all right, carry on, carry on. He's <laughs> like, sir, would you, would you like to see my boss? Would you like to see my boss? Come, come see my boss. So, yeah, yeah, I would like to see your boss, you know. So I was like, what about my stuff? Said, ah, nobody will touch it. <laughs> nobody will touch yourself. I said, okay, yes, that, I'd like to hear that. Let's go. So it takes yeah, me to yeah. his, his, the main boss of that section. The guy was sitting down his in his office with his chair, his foot on his table. <laughs> <laughs> Chilling. We must have had, just had lunch or whatever. This dude just bust into the guy's office without even knocking. I was like, what the hell, man? Come on. Yeah, yeah. And just, oh, God, oh, God, U.S. Navy. <laughs> U.S. Navy. U.S. Navy. Just screaming. Like I was some commander or captain or whatever. And the guy, because when he bust into the guy's office, the guy's like, what the hell? Don't you knock? Yeah, yeah. U.S. Navy, U.S. Navy, and that one just jumped up. Was, no, sir, yes, sir, sorry, sir, yes, sir, hello, yes, sir, hello, sir, hello. 
So I already mm-hmm. like, you know, that kind of thing. I already had like $10 notes in yeah. my hand. I think I had like up to $50. So I was like, it's all good, sir. It's all good. Yeah. I appreciate the job y'all are doing here. It's all good. Thank you. Thank you all. <laughs> y'all, y'all work hard. Keep up the good job you're doing. So I, I, as soon as I shook it, I put that $50 yeah. in there. Oh, God bless you, sir. Here's my card. If you have any problem, yeah. let me know. Yeah. Hey, yeah. go carry his suitcase. Make sure that yeah. get you, get, get everybody. Just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, those guys yeah. who, who was talking about tariff, tariff, shit. <laughs> those guys were trying to charge me from seven hundred dollars, right, to well, I pay us fifty dollars. Like, man, yo, yeah, yeah, make, make, make sure you get carry fast. Man, they they carry my stuff out. People are looking at who this guy. Who is he? <laughs> how, how is he moving like this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. my uncle was a senior immigration officer. He was mad that I did not call him. But I was trying to have this experiment. That's why I did not bother calling him because yeah, I yeah. could have called him for my own connection and still done, you know, gotten out. But I was like, no, nah, I need to try this and yeah, see yeah, for myself. Yeah. And, you know, just, you know, so I have some fun with just it. Just have some fun with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Come in a nice, cheap looking t shirt, see how they're going to treat, try and this bullshit in my face on them. As soon as they try that nonsense, yeah. they're like, oh, ah, sorry, sorry, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. I was like, oh, look at you, idiots. Yeah, eh, really? Yeah. It was this easy. Uh, so yeah. when I came back, I was telling people, people had not gone. We're like, oh, I need to go to Nigeria too. <laughs> to, to go and get this treatment, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mean they'll be saluting me? Oh, I need to go. <laughs> it's just, you know, all about in, man, in managing uh, impressions. Oh, man. Yeah, you already know it. The uh, fact that you, you even thought that you need to contact your uncle just to enter the country is an issue, right? Yeah, he he was mad when because he, he when, when I called him, he was like, well, you're already in the country? You did, you did not call me? I, I would have sent somebody to come get you at the airport. How, did anybody harass you? I said, no. Really? Hmm. How'd you go through? Did they, how, did they charge you money? I said, no. Really? I said, no, this, that's all good. It's all hmm. good. He was surprised because he knows these people. Yeah, he knows his yeah. colleagues. He knows that. They'll be like, oh, you sure? Because yeah. he was just looking at me like, oh, you, he was still looking at me with the eyes, you know, with how I was before yeah, I left yeah. Nigeria. Right, right. So it was like, oh, this they're going to see this small boy coming back. I'm like, yeah, right, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Nah, man. I... <laughs> I've had I've yeah. the forbidden fruit. Yeah, times have changed. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. So, yeah, but as I mean, there, there's still, in, uh, Nigeria is still a wild place, though. There's still places where you, you go, you go, you go meet the wrong one, they just shoot you. Yeah. No, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. exactly, exactly. You need to know how to you move. Still, you still need to know how to do it. Yeah, like you can't just. Well, wait, uh, wait. You see the, the the one who's like a a guy. I, I never chop. You just, just. You know what? If you got ten, twenty dollars on you, just, just give him. Just, just give that one. It's better, better to come out of it alive than to yeah act act too tough and then yeah, yeah, yeah. then you make the news. No, <laughs> no, you know. Yeah, news. yeah. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, get anyone in trouble here. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. was traveling, you know, with with my family, obviously, and my yep. cousin was flying at the same time, and uh, there was some issue with her, you know, vaccination card or something like that. Oh, so Ghana checks va- vaccination. Well, 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 they saw she was. She looks. She carries herself very Americanized. She grew up here. You know, she was a child when she came here. So you know, they saw. Oh, who's this African American? You know, non ghanaian They didn't know she's as Ghanaian as I am. She didn't have a vaccination card. They checked the thing, the yellow fever vaccine, not the COVID vaccine. Oh, card. okay. Um, and of course, in this situation, all you need to do is grease the right palms, maybe, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can see all the stuff on there. But anyway, you, there are ways to maneuver and like get your card on the spot. And what do my cousins say when we, we, they asked her for this? 
it's a scam. It's a scam. You're trying to scam me here. And we were like, okay, calm down. Like, hey, like, you know you can't be deported, right? Just, just play along. Let's just get out of the airport, please. Anyway. But isn't that... You need to know how to... Uh, yeah, you know. but isn't that... You know, because I, I think this is... Because I, I see many people always be like Ghana, you know, it's the, the return, what's it called? The return home. The year of return. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Wow, actually, I can I can tell you about that. That's the, it's very interesting what's happening. Yeah, yeah. and people just, because I've had, I've, I've, I know someone who has an, an encounter, which is, he, 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 he's a Nigerian, well, his mom is Nigerian and his dad is Ghanaian. And, he grew up in Nigeria and then moved to Ghana, and it was it wasn't a it wasn't a good uh, welcome to Ghana mm. experience. But he's still in Ghana, and unfortunately, he got locked up. And while in detention, he, he met an American locked up in there. And I was like, "Wait, an American was in detention?" He was like, "Oh, he's black." I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." Mm. And when he explained what the American told him, and I was like, "You know, people who." All have this picture of the return year of the return. Mm-hmm. They don't. They, they just think that oh, you know, we, we, it's all black people there, and yeah, nothing. I'm like, they don't. They don't see that side. Like, uh, yeah, if you mess with the wrong person, uh, yeah, you, they're going. They're going to still maltreat you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we're not saying this just to tell you not to go to Ghana. No, no, no. no. Absolutely come to Ghana. But, yeah, but just and, there are laws, you but, know. There are norms you have to follow. Mm-hmm. Those know what they are, you know, and and just move. Uh, you know, make some local friends who keep oh, you, yeah. keep you. Uh, oh yeah, you you need in, friends in, in the right company. You, you need know. connections. You need connections on the ground. That's that's nothing is more true than that. Yeah. So, because uh, we we can easily open that portal, but we're not going to focus on that portal. Sure. So, um, how how long were you over in in Ghana? For you know, not long enough. Oh, about of two and a half to three weeks. Oh, okay. So yeah, that, yeah it was going to be shorter, but but we extended it because it was just not enough time. But um, yeah, yeah, a good amount of time, three weeks or so. Did you stay only in Accra? Accra, and then you know we went out, you know, t- towards the beach. You know, stayed at some beach houses for some time. You know, made it a real vacation. You know, because we had little kids, Accra. You know, as fun as it is, you know, it's a lot of fun going out at night, especially mm-hmm. going to bars, restaurants. Clubbing, if you are, you know, of that age. Um, but you know, with two young kids, we wanted a place where we could just, you know, enjoy the time with them without having to, you know, hop into cars a lot, drive through traffic. So, you know, going to the, spending half our time at the beach was was nice. Good. Yeah. So th- that wasn't. Uh, so you you didn't go somewhere like Tema. Or, it wasn't. It uh, wasn't. What's the other city called? Um, Cape Coast. Yeah, Cape Coast. Where, no, we didn't go that far. I'm only about an hour away from Accra, but it's it's quite an hour in Ghana. An hour's drive is seen as a long a long drive, um, you know. So in oh yeah, it's a, it's a small country. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was nice. It was relax. You know, it felt like vacation going to the beach. You know, rather than just staying home at the you know with the kids. The oh yeah, that, that that's the, yeah that that's you need you need you need space and put them out there, them to run. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Drink coconut water and, and whatnot, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, getting the kids out there, you know, um, introducing them to more of the culture, you know, the culture, especially on, on, on the motherland. Yeah. How do you think that 
you know, benefits your kids? Yeah, you know, it's too, well, the youngest, uh, Wesley, who's only nine months old, he probably, you know, it's, might as well have just stayed in, in, in New York the whole time. <laughs> Who knows what he picked up? But, but you know, Hallie is, was two and a half at the time. And I think she, she I mean, she still remembers Ghana. She remembers things we did there, you know, eating plantains, mm -hmm. and mangoes, and, you know, uh, had, you know, little friends she made here and there. I think it's, a, you know, growing, raising a family here, you know, being a Ghanaian myself, living in America now with kids who are going to be very American. You know, it's important for me, for them to know their background on my side, um, which will be, you know, a, a challenge. It will be some work to do, you know, would have to be intentional about going to visit my family often, going to Ghana often. Um, you know, they won't, they won't learn the local languages, but that's okay as long as they sort of have some familiarity with them. The main things of a culture, like how people interact with each other, food is a big one, music. Um, so music in particular is one that we've been able to sort of continue, you know, since we came back from 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 Ghana, um, you know the 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 tunes that we 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 had a lot of them are Nigerian, by the way. The biggest uh, musicians, you know, Afrobeats musicians in on Ghanaian radio waves are, are all Nigerian. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, th I thought there's a lot of Ghanaian artists available. They are, they are, but you know, but uh, so Nigeria has colonized. You guys, the, you guys, the, you guys, you take you take the, first place in that one. The the Ghanaian music space. What oh, about High from, Life? From time, from time. Well, High Life is... That's, it's too old for... It's, it's maybe a little... They don't, it doesn't, it doesn't play on the radio. It's not too old for me, but it doesn't play on the radio. Yeah, but you should, you should, play, you should have a playlist with High Life available. Oh, yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we do play some High Life. Some Ebo Taylor. He was in New York last year, I think. Oh. I didn't get to see him. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you start, you start them young, you know, like well, when Clara was you know, just a few days old, you know. That that's one thing I used to, use to put out to sleep. Some high life and some Afrobeat. Not not this thing you people call Afrobeats. Afrobeat. The, the the original stuff. Yeah. Real yeah, ones. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what these people be calling Afrobeat. Oh, it's like Afropop. It's Afropop, yes. yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I won't go on that tangent now. I say I've, that's one of my twenty twenty three um resolutions. So hmm. I saved myself. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. I don't go on that tangent. Yeah. You fun. can't get me. Nope. <laughs> they can't get me now. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, that, that's good though. You know, music is um, it's universal, but at the same time, it's one way for our kids to stay tuned with back home. And um, I think the technology has made it possible for us to, you know. To be in touch with home too, yeah. So yeah. our kids can always, you know, see the, the, the um, you know, get stuff like stories, folklore, um, music. If you're lucky, you can get movies, even some animation. Um, yeah. I saw yeah. something on Netflix. I can't remember what that series was called, but it was from. It, it was stories from French West Africa. So it was like an old um, oh, wow. okay. uncle telling the tales to kids. And I enjoyed it. And we ended up watching the whole series in one oh, wow. okay. um, after I think it was like six or, or like between six and ten. You said on Netflix? Yeah, on Netflix. Um, hmm. Probably I'll remember after this, the, this recording yeah, yeah. and I'll send it to you. Yeah, but yeah. That sounds interesting. If, if I remember, I'll, I'll probably add it to the show notes. So um, others can look it up. But yeah, I could tell it was from French, uh, probably Mali or Senegal. Hmm. 
um, part of um, Africa. Yeah. That's where the stories came from. Yeah. yeah. That's the amazing thing, you know, platforms like this where stories and, you know, culture from around the world, you know, you can access it anywhere. Mm -hmm. It's, 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 yeah, incredible. Yeah. I mean, so I, I don't just limit my kid to, oh, it must be only Nigerian or it must be only Ija. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, yeah, if I see something Ghanaian, let us see it. I mean, we watched uh, Black is King when it first came out, and she was mm -hmm. like, I don't give a damn about this. Mm. That was the attitude, but she was much younger. And then, was it sometime towards the end of last year, one day we were scrolling through Disney, Disney Plus, and she saw it, and she was like, what's this? Well, I think I was playing one, I played one of the songs on YouTube, and she was, she was dancing to it. I was like, oh, would you like to watch the whole, the movie that this mm -hmm. song is from? And she said, okay. <laughs> and we ended up watching the whole, yeah, movie. And she, she, I was acting like it was brand new. Too. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, you didn't want to watch this the first <laughs> yeah. time. And yeah, yeah. So you know, when the kids are ready, they are ready. That's the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, that's how we keep them in touch. And at the same time, you know, I, I'm glad that platforms like Netflix exist. You know, without even looking for it, that's how I got to see. Um, there was an Irish. Um, folk tale that I saw from one of their mythologies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, nice cartoon back um, over a year ago, almost like two years. And it was a great cartoon which adults and kids at the same time mm -hmm, could mm -hmm. enjoy. And my kid enjoyed it. And I can't even recall. I don't know if it's still on Netflix anymore, but I, yeah. you know, I remember telling an Irish dude about it, and he was like, "Wow, well, I never knew that they had that." That there was there, yeah, you know, right. and, yeah. That's and he he just became a dad, and he was really happy to you know to see something like that. I was like, "Wait, you you watch that?" I was like, "Yeah, why yeah, won't I yeah. watch it? I gotta expose my kids to um, you know, yeah, to, to the to the world, the world, world in general, you know? yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's not gonna yeah. be just uh, all in my stuff." But at the same time, I'm looking for my stuff too. Well, of course, of course. So. That's that's also you know that has personal relevance. But then, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you find yeah. connections in surprising places. You know, in surprising. You know, I'm not I'm not surprised by this Irish cartoon. You know, being interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And at the same time, YouTube is king. Yeah, that's, man. Don't yeah. Get, you know, don't get me started on YouTube because um, you know that's that's what keeps me from going to bed on time. <laughs> the algorithms hey. have figured me out. Hey, well, you know, I just you see they offered me YouTube Premium last year, and man, I, I should I should have accepted that because ooh, I can't go back no more. <laughs> I can't. But at the same time, I uh, my my YouTube is 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 fascinating because it's like half is kid stuff and half that, is that's you're right, you know. Very, it's like you can tell, like, okay, my kid ain't watching this stuff. You can tell your kid ain't watching mm -hmm. this stuff, but you can see there's kid German stuff, there's kid, um, there's stuff from Africa that's for kids, and there's stuff that's uh, that just there's a bunch of diverse stuff for kids, yeah. And then you just gonna see, oh, there's some football stuff, African football, there's stuff that's about comics for. And then you're like, wait, wait, is the kid watching all this <laughs> yeah, too? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Right. You're messing you up just, some some algorithm just, somewhere. So, yeah, good luck trying. Yeah. The algorithm will be, be like, what the hell going on? Yeah, so yeah. like a bunch of the stuff I'm subscribed to, 
And, and then there's news, a whole bunch of news stuff. So that's why sometimes they'll be sending me some stuff. I'm like, why are you all sending me this stuff? Because mm. I think it drives the algorithm wild because they, they try to send me Fox News at the same time. I'm like, no, just because yeah. I like news, that means you should send me Fox News. <laughs> that's not news. Because <laughs> I think they'll be wondering, like, where, where, this, where this person going? Yeah, like, yo, right. like, they want kids stuff from Germany. They want news from uh, Nigeria. They want news from Ghana. They want news from South Africa. Okay. Why not throw Fox News? Okay, no, well, I guess we might, might as well. No, 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 draw the line there, draw the line there. No, no, that included. I said news. <laughs> not that news. <laughs> uh, so what, what, what was your favorite thing to eat while in Ghana? Oof. And also for, your, for the family? Yeah, well, for the family, you know, so my wife uh, is American, so she, she, you know, unfortunately didn't go to Ghana when she was a kid because now as a grown up, you know, it's harder to eat some of the stuff that's maybe a mm-hmm. little funkier. So she, she sticks with the safe stuff. So I'll say across the board, everyone liked, it was mango season. Oh. And, you know, the fruits in. I miss mango. When you eat fruit that comes from where it's grown, mm-hmm. that doesn't spend a long time on a truck, you know, getting transported to the supermarket. It ripens on the tree before it's plucked. It just tastes more like itself. You know, like like the, when you have farmer's market, you know, apples or blueberries, they taste more blueberry or more apple than the, you yeah. know. So the mangoes are really good than bananas. So obviously those, that's what, you know, I would say Ruthie and Hallie, my daughter, and, and, and Wes were. Did you, did you try to pluck a mango from the tree? Nah, not no. Not for old time's sake? No, not for old time's sake. Not Man, for old time's I don't know sake. if I'll be able to do uh, that. I remember, I mean, as a child, as a child, that was, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we used to use stones stones to... Man, how many glasses did you break? Louvers. Yeah, louver blades. (laughs) At least one, at least one. Well, what what did you do when you you threw the stone and you had the glass? Of course, of course. Break, what what was the next step you took? So, I don't remember actually what what the repercussions were, but I remember as kids, you know, know, and I met up with one of my my childhood friends and he he (laughs) reminded me of the story. You know, there were some mango. We grew up in the doctor's quarters yeah, in Accra, um, in a neighborhood called Kolebu, where there were lots of mango trees around. And, you know, this is where, like, medical students, mm-hmm. who at the time to us seemed like so grown up, you know, and, and of course they were compared to, you know, six year olds, seven year olds, <laughs> uh, they had their mango trees. And we'd go, you know, and like plan which ones were going to were ripe. We we're going to like mm-hmm. tear, throw a stick or stone. And then so one day we're there, like, looking up at the tree, you know, holding our chins, like, okay, I'll get that one, you get this one. And then suddenly we hear somebody say, shout, hey, hey. You children, what are you doing? Stop <laughs> fantasizing. Stop fantasizing. These mangoes are ours. <laughs> and, oh, of course, dude. that was the end of uh, our fantasizing. Well, it was, so, someone actually said stop fantasizing. Stop fantasizing. Man, look, look, look Medical at, look, students. Look at, claiming, <laughs> look at the way they be claiming ownership. You know? Man. We, we used to... Well, I ain't gonna lie. We did that, too. When we got older. But uh, ours was... Uh, where I was living in... I was, I was in Potakos then. And the funniest thing that happened was it was banana trees that were more um, common in our neighborhood. And we had this neighbor. He, by the time I came into the neighborhood, he was claiming ownership to all the banana trees around. But he made them there. And then he put a stamp Mm. on them like he's the owner. He didn't plant them. He just never planted any of them. So... When I found out from the boys who had been there um, much longer than I am, than I have, they were like, you know what? We are going to get this banana. And we all work together, right? And we were all young adults. 
So the funniest thing was that this man will come to me and say, Raf, somebody been stealing my bananas. <laughs> so we, you, you need to watch out, okay? If you see that thief, let me know. I say, okay, sir. Okay, sir. I will watch out. I'll watch out. Let me know, okay? Make sure you catch the thief. I'm like, wait, what? You didn't want to think about it like, what if the thief was way bigger than me? Because I was very skinny then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... You just imagine I saw some guy bigger than me. I would go be like, hey, Tiff, stop there. Stop. What, what, man, I'm going to mind my business. I'm thinking of getting the banana first. So if someone bigger than me got to the banana first, they'll be like, hey, bro, can I get like two or three, please? Thank you. I'm, I'll go my <laughs> Let me go. I'll go keep it in the bag so it can get ripe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, this guy was like, yeah, somebody's stealing the bananas. Make sure you catch them. Well, what would you give me if I catch them? Uh, God bless you. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Man. And as the man will see me eating banana. Raf, did you, did you, somebody, what? Somebody stole your banana? Mm. Oh my God. Mm. <laughs> <I'm eating it>. <laughs> 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 All the boys are seeing that team banana. Raf, you didn't see you stole it? I did not see it, sir. I did not see it. But you know what? I have my eyes open on the next, that, the next banana tree. It will soon be ripe. In like two weeks, it will be ripe. We'll keep our eyes open on that tree. If we see any thief, sir, we'll make sure we catch the thief. You know what? We won't, we won't go to bed early. We'll stay awake. <laughs> okay? Thank you. Thank you. God bless you all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That man ain't giving us no penny. Nothing. Yeah. Man, we'll pluck the banana and eat it. <laughs> eat it ourselves. That man ain't, I think after, after like two years, that man figured out, like, he, he won't even wait for the banana to get right. He'll he just take <laughs> 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 <get> them green. <laughs> <laughs> claiming ownership for stuff you, you did not plant I'm trying to hmm. greedy ass neighbors that we used to have yeah all uh, these strategies you know oh, in, in my old neighborhood too, people used to tie get a piece of fabric like a red cloth oh or something. yeah something you know that that looks like oh, the, to make the people like think it's voodoo. like it's voodoo right man, it's just that, <laughs> like come on but, but I our street that did not work man we even one guy we ate his chicken yeah, but that, that one I felt guilty on that one though. I felt guilty on that one because wait, you're sitting there eating the chicken and the guy came <laughs> <laughs> well, we did we did some wild things back back then, man. Yeah. Mm. We did some wild. Things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> chicken. The man came. I was like, I'm looking for. Yeah, boy, see this chicken? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, we're hungry. You know, we were really hungry back then. Yeah, but it, it, things were hard, and. We're like seven boys there. Uh, you know, the big guy amongst us. He's like cracking the bowl, <laughs> making that sound. <laughs> and that guy, that was brother, useless. But that guy would be like, What, sir? What? Describe the chicken. He's not describing the chicken. He's not like eating your chicken right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> he described, Oh, I, type, I had a red, there's a red piece of cloth. On the on the chicken on that stuff, like, oh man, <laughs> the chicken stuff. Oh, oh man, oh man, don't get out those days. Oh, oh man, yeah, yeah. That that, that red, you know. At first, when yeah. I was much younger, I think that that used to scare me. But after I moved to Portacot, 
I hung out with those boys, man. I, I said it's just a piece of cloth. What's going to happen? Yeah, exactly. What's going to happen? <laughs> and we'll go to church. <laughs> yeah. We'll go pray about it. Right. <laughs> <It's over. laughs> well, you know, God understands you were hungry. And say, okay, it's over. So, yeah, man, yeah, nothing could stop us. <sighs> but yeah, good days. Those were good man, days. Oh, I can't forget so this. Oh, man. So, you returned back from Ghana after a short trip. Yeah, yeah. But you seem to have a lot of creativity unleashed from your trip. Yeah, yeah. But I, I knew you already, you had some creativity already going on within you before you left for Ghana, which you had been hiding from us. Mm, maybe. Twice, you know, twice. you've been on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. You won't say it. Well, yeah. So the the music stuff, right? There was music, but there was the 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 artist, you know, the drawing side. Yeah, yeah. So the drawing has taken, uh, you know, ever, yeah. I haven't been drawing much. So it's In on fact, sabbatical. I, it's on sabbatical. You know, it's during the pandemic, being stuck at home. That's when I, you know, was drawing a lot. But okay, so you know, if it takes thirty hours to make a portrait, you know, with two young kids, that's that's impossible now. So well, um, let, let's start with that first. Yeah. So, even though you've technically answered this question, but let, let's get an official answer. Yeah. What inspired you to start? That was hand drawing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, what inspired you to start hand drawing and making music? Yeah. Um. I've always, I've been, in some way, I've been doing this for a long time. You know, for example, for drawing, you know, we all draw as kids, right? Um. It depends. I, yeah. Well. Because some people had some people had somebody with a cane. Standing behind them. Telling them draw. not to not. Yeah, right. Then tell you to draw. Draw that plant. You're going to draw that plant real good. Yeah. Or you get a whooping. Even art teachers? Oh, hell yeah. Wow. You know, if you draw the plant looking ugly, <laughs> you, you're going to get good whooping. <laughs> a whooping. If you, don't, if, you don't, if you don't get like 7 over 10, you know, that, that's... You know. I mean, for science, yes. If we didn't get 7 over 10 on the pop quiz, then you get, you get I, I strokes teach I gotta, for every... I teach I got to shine, too. So, you know, so you get that pow. Wow. Right. They took themselves too seriously. Everybody's taking themselves seriously. Yeah, too seriously. Um, yeah, but but yeah, so the drawing, you know, had been doing that for a while. Um, and then I took a couple of semesters at Fashion Institute of Technology in Manhattan. Oh. So after work, I would go, you know, you know, just as a way to de-stress, you know, um, just, you know, go right after work, go sit in a classroom with, you know, I was 30 plus, at, well, I was late 20s at the time, um, you know, with, with college students. And I was one of the sort of, you know, adults there, people who have retired, you know, also went, took these classes. Um, done something like that. Learning how to, you know, use colored pencils, think about like blending shades, et cetera. So it's a, it was a lot of fun. I mean, and it, when you're not doing it with any expectation of grading or you're just something to do, you know, um, yeah, so so that's that's sort of rekindled the 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 desire and interest. So mm. that's where I picked it up, and I learned something very important there, which is um, to make you know drawing a straight line on a piece of paper is difficult. You some might say imagine. some might say like a perfectly or straight you know a decently straight line, but if you give yourself ten hours to draw a straight line, guess what? You'll draw a straight line. So it's really, ten hours. Well, I'm not saying that it should take you ten hours to do it, but my point. Largely is if you go slow enough at mm -hmm. anything, it'll come out better. Yeah. The, the issue is we don't have the luxury of infinite time to do things. So that's mm -hmm. when it comes to producing. And what I, the art I was doing was, you know, just copying like 
pictures of people, portraits or like a landscape. And so, yes, just by going very slowly, I was able to produce something that I was happy enough to share on social media, you know, or put up on my own walls. Um, but, but uh, you know, people who are professionals are able to execute that better in a sh- shorter amount of time. And now you have AIs drawing. So what, exactly, exactly. So now you're limited only by your, you know, your imagination and what you can conceive, you know. How you feel about AI's drawing? Drawings? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them make me very uncomfortable. They have some weird, you know, features about them that, you know, um, they all have this dreamlike, at least the ones that I see that pop up on my feeds, um, dreamlike, uh, you know, uh, feeling to them. Uh, I think it's cool. I think it's democratizing, you know, art and drawing. I don't know. I would be. I would be worried. I, well, I don't know about democratizing, to be honest. But okay. I wouldn't call it democratizing. Maybe I think the internet democratized art. The internet democratized art. That's right. But, but AIs, mm, I don't know about that. That the, that the, I want that, that I'm still when it comes to because this is what I mean by democratizing art. Because I I know of some of some artist work being mm-hmm. stolen for like the uh, what they call it the the one that was going all the the profile picture thing that was all rampant around christmas time where people's people the ai drawings that people were everybody was changing mm. into like the, the they bought like 10 profile pictures or 50 and then everybody yeah. was like oh this is my new profile picture that ai drew over christmas or, oh yeah right right yeah. right and i'm i'm I think I missed that whole wave because I wasn't using social, you know, social media a lot. I, but, I kind but, of but missed I, it at the beginning because I, I just, I, I was like, oh, it's funny you should mention this guy drawing a lot of stuff. Yeah, people. yeah. Like, no good business. And I, yeah. I realized there was, I saw articles and then I saw um, um, a good friend, a Ghanaian actually posted the article or shared the article from, I think it was, um, was it uh, MIT where Asian women were having problems when they ordered theirs it, it came out their drawings were mostly naked or hmm. semi-naked porn like hmm. and they were like, like a fetishized image yeah of, of, and they were like what, what, what what's going on hmm. with, and they said whatever images were fed in into, into the system into the system i was like Gosh. oh okay and that's when you i said realize that the limitations yeah, uh, yeah. oh i was like oh okay so yeah, yeah, so that's why I push back a little bit when it comes to democratization. Yeah, that's that's AIs. fair. That's fair. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. I meant it more in the sense of um, if somebody didn't take the art class I took, for example, mm-hmm. or somebody doesn't have arms, right? You know? Oh, uh, okay. And, and wants to con- think of a, a concept or, you know, you don't have to have hands to be a, to be a graphic designer, really. You just have to have the ability to Communicate, imagine. imagine and communicate what you want and, and then, you know, select and, you know, select from the generated images. So I think that that's, that's you know, not having the technical skill, it's not needed, really. Unless, that, unless, you know, I, yes, yeah. I, see, I see that. Yeah. I, I mean, th- there's always, I, I mean, think... We watched, was, we watched an AI-generated music video before you came to the studio, which, which looked cool. It had, I didn't it had know you graphics. Could do AI-generated music videos. Um, I don't know who did the singing. But it, it, the graphics look... Uh, like a video? Yeah, music video. Wow. The animation. I need to Because I've been thinking of... I'm, I'm, the, the partial dream that I have is getting into animation. Yeah? Yeah. 
But I don't know I, if I, I want would to, love to yeah. see an animation of that chicken story you just told. Oh, <laughs> maybe I should do that. <laughs> but that, 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 I want that neighbor might come out and sue me now. Be like, I want my chicken. The the red the red emotional damages. The, you know, I'm like, man, I wasn't the guy who killed the chicken. But I took in eating, so I yeah, apologize. Isn't there a saying right? Once the chicken has been killed, might as well eat it. Yeah, I mean, the, the food was good too. Yeah, good jollof. I mean, it was well, it wasn't jollof. It was oil rice. There's a difference. If you know, you know. Look like jollof, but it's oil rice. Mm. When you when you're poor, you you yeah. So that's so that's all I would explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the boys, and well, for the girls have their version too. Yeah, that yeah, yeah yeah yeah. When when there's when when you're not at that level where you got that money. Yeah, yeah, that's the oil yeah. rice. Oil rice. That'll do that's... it for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once in a while, I try to recreate those type of meals. And... Why? Why would you recreate this meal? Man, you miss it. Yeah. Even this food that <laughs> I mean, at the time you didn't weren't happy you're eating this food. So. Man, I was happy. Well, I guess uh, yes. No, well, man, everything you, in childhood is you, like you got the food going into your stomach, man. You, True. True, you, but you, why you, you were doing one zero one or why would you zero zero one oil rice in New York when you have options? Uh, look, man, I once rejected frog rice with frog on it in Ibadan, and I didn't know where the next food was coming from. I did not know where the next food was coming from. I was just like, but I shouldn't have done that. But hmm. I did it because my older cousins did it. Yeah. Because you know, they don't eat frog. We know people eat, eat frog in Nigeria. That's the first time we realized that people, some Yoruba people, eat frog. I mean, we had seen frog being sold in the market. Yeah. And we used to laugh. Like, who the hell bought frog? It's frog. Yeah. Well, I mean, man, Nigerians eat everything, man. Like, yeah, we'll, you we'll, find somebody who eats everything. We'll, we'll, we'll be making fun of Chinese people. You know. Nigerians eat dog. You go to Calabar yeah. area, we we'll call it 404. 404? Yeah. You know, go, go on Google. You just type four four with your love. You see a German Shepherd head on. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Sorry if it's this if it's too graphic. <laughs> you see it on the jollof rice. You know, there are some tribes in Ghana where delicacy is the, the head of a cat. So, yeah, so the, the, the head, people the eat cats of, too. And you know the the euphemism? What what this is called? What it's called the Joseph. The Joseph. How, how the, do we come up with names for food? I don't man? know. So, so the head of the family gets to eat the Joseph, which is the cat. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which uh, is really... Maybe that's why it didn't work out between see, me and that Ghanaian girl. She probably was from that family. You know, when me, I was in Bahrain. You know, some would say uh, every all meat is meat. You know. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that we are No, 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 We don't do that. <laughs> you know, my Filipino buddy tried that. Tried that with me when I was in the navy, and brought balu. Tried to give me balu. What's balu? That's um. The egg with the oh yeah with, with the, the embryo yeah, yeah. still oh, in, oh, gosh, in, yeah. with the embryo in it, See, and I was like, what kind of play is this, man? He, he used to sh sh bring lunch for me, and I was like, oh, I'm saving money. Hmm. And this dude brought it was like I was like, oh egg. He's like, oh this this is balu. I said it looks like boiled egg. He said no, it's balu. And dude cracked it. I was like, man, don't, I ain't I ain't eating no food you bring. Yeah, me I don't think I'll eat that. Now that's it, man. It's over. The trust has been broken. Yeah. He's like, no, man, they, 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 I, they, I, I bring something else. No, 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 no. I don't trust you no more. No more. Yeah. I don't trust you no more. You should. Now, you, you got to sign a prenup, even though you're not married to me. It has to be a prenup. You, you need to ask whenever you're being fed something, what, what, what's, this, what's this meat? What's this egg? And Filipino food is good. Filipino food is amazing. Oh, man. But after that, Baloo, I was like, man. It's always the delicacies which are, which are a little weird, right? 
like Ethiopian food. Like I've been ordering a lot of Ethiopian food. Yeah, Ethiopian food is. I amazing. used to order a lot. One of my resolutions this year is to to cook more and order out less. So, so far so good. But there's there's something they eat. They eat like a spiced raw beef. It's so it's it's like minced beef. Really. But it's 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 not cooked. It's just like cooked in the pepper and the spices. Huh. Um, so it cooks it that, that way, but it's uh, and it's good. I've tried it. That that I would eat because it's like eating a a very very. It's rare. like liverwurst. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like eating a very rare steak. Um, yeah, I, I'll try it. I can try that. that yeah. That's not... yeah. Nah, the one I've seen that scared me was well, I, I didn't see it face to face, which was good because I probably would have fainted. Was uh, my buddy is what been stationed in Japan showed me the video of the the the, the live. Uh, it was like a cooking competition. But the, the way they judged the winner was your whichever animal you had in the plate had to be moving. Oh yeah, I've seen I've seen yeah, like squid and stuff. Yeah. Squid is nice. They had a snake. And I was uh I was like, oh man, yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 probably why I did not end up moving to Japan. Yeah. And they had a frog. I was like, "What the? Why the frog moving, man? How am I going? Uh, oh, man, that, that, that now, man. Come on, I'm going to put yeah. this in my mouth. Snake you know, moving, frog you moving. Know, you know what's funny about this? Well, I'll be chasing the frog. I'm like, come on, what kind of game is this? There, there are some, there, there are some vegans listening to this podcast. Who, oh yes, who, who, who would find even just the idea of eating a burger as uh, repulsive as? Well, my vegans now love them, and yeah. I eat salad too, so. Yeah, v- vegans. Yeah, I've had a vegan on the podcast. I need more vegans to come on the podcast so y'all can, yeah. you know. And I love palm wine drinking too. Yeah, it seems very difficult to be a vegan. Yeah, uh, my brother, it's not easy. I don't lie. I love goat meat. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> goat. <Good thing. laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Ah, well, let, let's let's come back to creativity. But uh, yeah, we keep going back to food, but. <laughs> yeah, well, we love food. We love food. But that's the thing. We, we can't discriminate against food. Except when the food is moving. Yeah, yeah you know. That's, that's where then we, that's not food, right? That's yeah. animal. Yeah. yeah, you see, that's where we become vegans. Yeah, uh, exactly, vegetarian. Exactly. Well, I mean, just become vegetarian. I can't. I mean, well, I mean, that's the level. That's too much. Yeah, that's that's way too much. And for, for the animal too. I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah, like, come on. I, I've had. Yeah. I've had. Yeah. You know. Just you know. Ah, no, 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 no. I saw that. They show me that video. I was like, come on, man. Why, why are you going to show me this type of video? No, 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 no. I, I can't try. You know, probably if they did not show me that video, I'd still be in the Navy. would have transferred to Japan. Oh, man. Uh, so, you also make music yeah, and you've yeah. been getting bold at putting your music out there, which is not easy because there are many people who make music and just, you know, keep it in the shadows. Yeah. How how did you go about, you know, getting over that fright? Um of, uh putting your music out there. That's well, well, yeah. first of all, what what inspired you to start making music? Yeah, yeah. Good questions. Um what inspired me to, I've been making music for some time. Not not like electronic, you know, with a computer, like with a digital audio workstation, you know. AKA producing music, but I, I learned how to play the guitar in college. So I, you know, would make a few songs here and there, record myself. Um, but li- I'm limited by a my singing talent, which is you know mediocre at best. And then it's not basic; it's mediocre. It's it's mediocre. It's mediocre. Oh wow! I mean, it should be. I mean, basic is 
basic doesn't do justice to all the people who have you know have taught me you know giving music lessons in the past so let's call it mediocre to do to to give them their due okay um you know i was going to give you a magic trick hmm. you, you know where i learned it from a children's program on nigerian national tv yeah i'm curious I'm the curious. lion couldn't sing for to save his life let me see was it the monkey that taught the lion how to sing i think so i can't remember who taught the lion how to sing and he said get honey with warm water mm. I can't remember for how long you gotta take it. But hot water. Yeah. If you want to go, if you want to get your vocals higher, you you won't sing like Mar- Mariah Carey. So, but you won't, you, you won't, you'll be better than um, J Lo. I still love J Lo <laughs> though. You know what Michael Jackson's uh, trick was? What he used to do um, was warm water again, but with uh, he would dissolve two Ricolas. You know Ricola, the cough, uh, the cough. The stuff you take when you have a sore throat, Ricola. It has it has honey in it and some menthol. That was his sort of you know he sort of drink that before shows like to sort of relax his throat. Really? Yeah. So there's something to the honey, you know, warm water. It's it's you know. Uh, you see, I'm a, I'm a genius. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'll just start my school of singing. Yeah, you all should register. You know, you you're, know. you're giving giving. Don't, real, don't pay, real me, don't pay me with bitcoins. Just pay me with cash. Yeah. You know cash only Spre- spreading value on this on this podcast man damn right um yeah yeah so so you know and by the way think that the voices are, these are muscles right and knowing how to relax the right ones and it's just, you have to work at it and there's no such thing as someone who can't sing is somebody who can't sing yet right you need to if if you get training just like building up your biceps you can build up your vocal like control and you can produce sounds that will surprise you you know so anyway that's that's the the growth mindset that I think is important to have, um, which you know goes back to what inspired me to put me my music out there. I think I started I started getting braver by putting my artwork out there, mm. and then once I started doing that, I realized that making something and putting it in my in my drawer and not showing anyone. I, a lot of people do this, right? They talk, you hear about people who've written novels that they just like are afraid to show anyone and they just like sit on them or projects and they never really show the world. But I I noticed that. We're social beings, and if you create something, you want, you create it because you, it's a social act. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's you're expressing something that's inside, and it's like just like talking to yourself is not only very satisfying, but you know having a conversation like we're having is more satisfying because you know you get the response and, and you know feedback. That same thing with creating art or or music or anything like any creative endeavor. So, having that as, you know, telling myself that whatever I do creatively, I'm going to share it. Um, a it's very good fuel, and it sort of motivates me to do my best, and also to do my best, you know, yeah, to do my best basically. Um, also, I have this sort of feeling that sometimes, like when 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 you have inspiration, and the muse is speaking to you, and like sort of getting you to to create something, you have an obligation to share it with the world. If if you think it's good, you know, if you think it's not, it's not going to add. Maybe it will make no splash. And and by the way, my audience are like my friends and family members. Like my mom, who's like commenting, like I love this <laughs> this new this new track, son. You know, <laughs> which is yeah, great. Like 
my my mom loves it. My kids love my music. Great, you know. Hey, hey, um, that's why I have a mom that loves it, and the mom was yeah. like, uh, and then I and then I, and then every, you know this? every now and then you know I get feedback from professionals. I send my tracks to. I get you know some props. It, it sort of you know inflates my tires and keeps me going. Um, also, so, so that's nice. But I feel this. I feel like if you are lucky enough to, you know, create something, that you should share it with the world because it's a, the idea, the message, the piece of creativity has wants to be experienced and so you don't it's selfish to keep it to yourself mm. you know that's that's what i feel um and so that's why i keep i keep making art and i keep sharing it and look i look back and i'm like ah oh, it's a little embarrassing these first tracks were really not great but then part of what i'm also doing is documenting in a very public way my progress especially with the music recently of you know how i'm developing over time um and I think a lot of people, and I'm not a musician, by the way, for anyone listening to this, I, this is not my day job. Um, this is something I do as a hobby. I, I have too many hobbies, um, you know, for somebody with two young kids. But, but, uh, Which is good that you have hobbies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm an introvert, right? So, you know, that's, that's what, uh, that's how I, yeah. Anyway, um, I lost my train of thought. But anyway, so to, answer, to answer your question in short, yes. Uh, yeah, I have been, putting out more music, inspired by my time in Ghana. I felt like I got recharged by being back mm -hmm. home, immersing myself in the culture, you know, realizing that, you know, there's the rhythms, the the melodies are things that I just, it just felt, it's very rejuvenating to to travel abroad somewhere and, and sort of get this influence. So, yeah. I was going to bring an instrument and I forgot at the last. I got you uh, something from, from Ghana that I, I, I also forgot to bring here it was like these shaker things. They're like, we call them cash casses. Mm. They're like two two balls on a string. Okay. You know they, what they that mean? wasn't what I was gonna bring. I was gonna bring a string instrument from Senegal, and I was like, oh, I'll play it and try and make you sing. But I, I forgot <laughs> live on the fucking <laughs> yeah. But I forgot. Oh, wow. we, we, well, we're last we're, we're, we're I was thinking I was gonna bring that. We're all grateful talking, that you 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 a talking drum. I had, I had both of them set aside, and then I literally got carried away, um, running away from my daughter. And yeah, so, but it's it's good. Um, I think you already figured out the title of this episode hmm. from what you just said. Um, I love that you, the points that you made about making something and sharing it. It's, it ties with the podcast. Um, yeah. well, I guess I'll say it now. I'm, I was going to announce it much later. Mm -hmm. you know, I've, there are still some things that I'm working on. I'm eventually, I've, I've been delaying, but I'm, I will, I'm, before May, I will have the network officially in place, a podcast network. And um, the I've already you know, on Patreon. If you're on Patreon, you will notice that there's a Last of Us episodes that are already mm. coming out. Um, uh, the Wakanda Forever episode will be dropping mm -hmm. soon. Yeah, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, uh, you would have heard either the Wakanda Forever episode will be out. So yeah, th that's signs of um, either another podcast coming. Yeah, yeah. Exciting. We are only on Patreon, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I'm helping my nieces create their own podcast. 
Yeah. My nephew might want to create a podcast too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I might have all that under my network. Nice. Who knew that my family would want members of my family would want to create a podcast? Yeah. You know. But you see, you you do it first, and then other people start to then you know see that, and also it's a creates a positive sort of chain yeah. in your in your network, right? And then I have to do the exact same thing that I'm doing, and hopefully theirs might be, will be even more popular because they're younger, so they should be able to you know do better than I'm doing and. But the creativity is there because, you know, like when I told them about podcasting and they were, it's things, you know, the way a lot of us look at creativity, there's this, it feels like, you mean I'm creative? I'm like, yeah, we all are creative. Yeah, We all have a creative bone in our body. And why would I, you know, be uncool and I can't encourage you I have some equipment that I'm not using. Hmm. And I'm like, you, you can use it. I'm like, you don't even really need the equipment that I'm yeah. you know, going to give you guys. But you can actually use your cell phones. But at yeah. the same time, why don't you use this equipment that I'm able to spare? Yeah. And play with it. You know? Right. Right. And if it doesn't work out for you guys, you guys decide that it, you know, you don't have to. It's not like by force. Yeah. But at the same time, your creativity might be in something else. You know, it might be in some other yeah, way. Yeah. But I think you, know. you make a good point about, you make a, a, lot, a lot of good points in what you just said. You know, A, giving them the new equipment, uh, you know, stuff that you're not using for them to use, if not their phones. Like, sometimes just getting a new, you know, color pencil, penciling, color pencil set yeah. makes you, inspires you, right, to My, just go in. Um, there's someone who I've know? been trying to get on the podcast uh, hopefully, it's just a matter of they, they, they um, another f- friend of mine who's been on the podcast uh, a few times is also on Patreon. He's also a patron, and he once said that people from South America or Latin America they use they view time differently from hmm. North America and uh, Europe, and he loves the way they view time hmm. that they, they they just live in the moment. Yeah, when is the moment? Yeah, I guess this person I'm trying to bring, they are like that. But their kid and my kid, they're like best of friends, mm-hmm. and people always think of them as siblings because you know they have both mixed cultures. But their their son is uh, he has a lot of hair. His hair mm-hmm. is actually longer than my daughter's hair, and so when they walk together, people always mistake both of them as siblings. Somebody says, "Oh, all mixed race children look alike." Yeah, that's what I, that's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> Having two of them myself, so I'm like, yeah, you know, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> they don't look like the parents, yeah. but they look like each other. Right? <laughs> yeah, so they they uh, they are both artists. The parents are both artists, and um, they got they just came back from Mexico and they got um, like a drawing board, but it's like an electronic kind of drawing board, mm. and they one for their kid and one for mine, and. They're always encouraging the artistic side of their kid, and my, as you do, by mom, the way, yeah, as you do. My, I, my, yeah, my, yeah. My, you know, always encourage. My, you know, I took I know our, we took our kid to volunteer events this mm-hmm. last week, and I told her I'd been telling her you gonna paint. You know, it's a navy theme. Yeah, a navy love. You, you bought her the talking drum. Um, oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah she yeah. has two doc- talking drums actually. Just uh, two. Yeah, you know, that, I told you the musician gave yeah, gifted yeah, her yeah, a yeah, talking yeah, drum. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, I'll allow if she says she wants to play. I have a big drum too. If she wants to play my drum, I'll let her play it. But it's hanging on the wall. Um, only with my supervision because it's mine. It's mine. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's a guitar too. Whenever she graduates to that, you know. But I have a piano too. So, and she plays it like she's been playing piano from. It's funny. She and she be singing when. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she touches like she just starts just, yeah. playing. So, but it's not like she's forced to do it. But yeah. I just whenever so now she knows that she without she figured it all out on yeah, her own. Yeah. She just jumps on it and starts playing, and you know. I but it's from something I read long time ago, way before I decided I was I was even interested in having children. When I didn't, I wasn't interested in becoming mm-hmm. a, a dad. And when I read about Finland, how they the school kids there, and it's all about just letting them be mm-hmm. play. They just let they allow kids play until I think age five or six, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's more about music. And introducing them to musical instruments, they don't yeah. teach them any mathematical or maths or any subject. It's just music, and it's not actually teaching them music. They mm. they just let the kids feel the instruments, and it's all about playing. But from playing, they are learning. Yeah, yeah. And when I read it, I was like, "Wow, that's interesting." Yeah. And nobody turned out to be crazy in that country. Okay, that's a yeah. good thing. Why don't other countries do that? In fact, I think they do. They do better on certain yeah, so uh, measures like, of academic. Uh, so I was like, yeah, wow, that's a great, competence. that's a great idea. And people yeah. were cussing me out when I posted that on Facebook how many years ago. Mm. Like, why don't you do that to your kid? And now my kid is doing it. So, um, yeah. Uh, uh, and I've and I met your daughter, who yeah. is, is I mean, an impressive uh, you know, she, little she, girl. She's still a terror, though. But um, yeah, well, well, well I, I let her watch too many. Comic book I'm giving her too. props. I'm giving well, her no, props she, because she, because she she's, she's my terror. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> exactly. You're yeah. her dad, right? So you you know all the all uh, the all the sides. But um, she, was, she was she was she was being so great with with my daughter at the time, who was much you know mm-hmm. three years younger than her. Yeah, and they were, she was you know yeah being such a good, a good. Oh, she's great with younger kids. Yeah, yeah. She's good with younger kids, and that that's something that I I I wish more people would try, and. That creative, because you know, now she, you know, she told me a few weeks ago that she wants her, her own podcast. She knows really? what podcast. Yeah. She's known it for a while, and yeah, yeah. you know, she's been to this studio. And after I, because I gave her my phone, like watch a movie on my phone, and she kept coming to tap me while I was on. It was a virtual recording mm-hmm. that I did in the podcast, and she kept coming to tap me like every few seconds. So after recording, when I stood up from the chair. Mm-hmm. I went to use the restroom. I came back. She was on my chair. I had grabbed the mic. <laughs> and I was talking into the mic. So I took a video of her. Yeah. Talking yeah. Since then, she would be like, when are you going to take me to the studio again? Yeah. When are you going to take me to the studio again? <laughs> she, she doesn't forget. So um, at home, the mic that I have at home, she grabs the mic and wants to. <laughs> she wants to, yeah. So, yeah. so but if I give her the mic, I put the camera on her. She's not shy. She just yeah, keeps just talking goes, and talking yeah. and talking. And then she'll bring the mic like she's interviewing me. She's interviewing her mom. There's someone else she's yeah. interviewing you. So I asked her, what do you want to do for your podcast? So I have my friends. I talk to my friends. We'll be talking. Hmm. I say, okay. And so I give her some ideas, and she picks which ideas she likes. Yeah. So now we have an idea for a podcast. There you go. We designed a flyer even. She picked which colors she wants, which pictures. Yeah. But just... That's that's such an amazing and, and creative way to, yeah. to, to engage with your daughter. Yeah, so it wasn't yeah. something that I initially planned but no. that will also go under my network and yeah. when i attended the meeting 
for podcasters in New York. I met a wonderful woman who I've been delaying sending an email, and I apologize, Miss Lee. I will send her email. Um, her son is um, he, he's going to be 14 this year. I've forgotten what year he started his podcast. Hmm. He talks about sports, but it's not about numbers, like you know, getting listeners for his podcast. But she let him have a podcast, put it out there, and he's gotten a scholarship into like the best high school in New York, hmm. because it's by him having a podcast, it shows that he has a skill set. There's yeah. proof of him having his, you know, a yeah. skill set yeah. and he's showing consistency. Yeah, with, with yeah. Now, like, I yeah. never thought about that, but that's not why I want my daughter to have a podcast. But right. she just says, "Yeah." She said, "If your kid wants to have a podcast, wants to do it, yeah, do it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah." So I said, "Oh, yeah, wow. you're you're being responsive. You're not pushing it on her, mm -hmm. right? You're being responsive so, to to what she wants to do and supporting uh, it. It's gone days where it's like, yeah, I might eventually I might graduate into being a producer and running a podcast network. Eventually, that might be." Mm -hmm where I end up being at, and I, I wouldn't have any regrets for that. You know, I still love doing White Label American, so that's what they don't think that, that it's going to end. It's not going to end. But I'm just letting you all know. Yeah. But there's a lot of good things coming. You like having know. these conversations. I do. I love it. Yeah. Um, people love you know, having conversations with me. You know, I always see the, the, the look on my guest's face at the end of every episode. You know, um, people always love sharing their stories with me. I'll never get tired of that, you know. But I always believe in evolving yeah, also. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll see what the future we'll brings. Yeah, we'll see yeah, some exciting things down the coming down the pipeline. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So with that being said, what, um, well, what, are, the, what, are, what, what are you looking forward to with music? Where do you think the music's going to go? Yeah, you know, um, just continue to... to I want to make something that, you know, could, could, uh, it's not even, it's, I'm, I'm not motivated by, by, by making, you know, fi financial success, really. Mm -hmm. I just, I want recognition. I'm, 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 I'm that shallow, you know, I, I just want, I want people to, to know them, listen to my music, enjoy it, have fun. Um, and so that's ultimately where, where this, I want this to go. But I'm also, you know, you know, sane enough to know that, uh, Getting there is not going to be quick, especially if this is not my full time. And I don't have plans, by the way, if my boss is listening to this, to make music <laughs> music my full time career. This is a weekend and late night thing only. Um, but so yeah, I mean, if 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 just you know among people who are into this, my my sound is you know I I've tried to combine you know African rhythms and drums with you know with some synth you know synth wave. Uh, you know elements uh, that's sort of the, that's sort of a space that i don't think has been uh, explored a lot so i take inspiration from a lot of the afro beats and afro pop that i've been hearing you know i was hearing over the recent months um and you know throughout my entire life uh and then some of the the elec electronic edm music that i that i've sort of been exposed to more recently um because i'm using this audio software and i only play the the, the guitar i maybe i can play with one hand on the piano you know here and there um it just naturally lends its, you know, with what I what I can do to go a more electronic route because it's, it's harder to make a convincing saxophone sound, for example, with just you know your MIDI clips. Yeah. Um, and so and so that's why it, it's I think that's why a lot of producers go to sort of the 
ambient electro electro sort of sound because you know there's nothing like a live instrument that's being recorded with you know good equipment um and so it, it doesn't how can you compete right in that avenue but when it comes to electronic you know sounds uh you know the all you need is your laptop yeah, yeah. well i i know i know uh, i know a singer in our neighborhood a professional singer yeah if you need i it. i would i would you know my wife was uh on the on the most recent track i released this weekend um oh i, I didn't i missed that one yeah uh and and it's funny because so there are services where you can like send your your track out to demo out to like some you know mentors and people in the music industry you know mm -hmm. um it's like a subscription service which I, i'm trialing um and get some feedback oh okay. and you almost unanimously everyone's like we really like the, the the chorus where you know it's not you singing <laughs> okay, message message taken <laughs> um yeah so yeah so yes please introduce me to this friend um yeah actually because we are here recording that's why we, you're not meeting the person hmm. yeah because um the the the, the multicultural families group okay she organizes that for psp interesting yeah i need to come to one of those events yeah but today was the um the parents only without kids mm. meetings. So I was like, yeah, I won't be able to make that because I had no plans to. Yeah, yeah. But the next one they have with the kids. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably be there. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll yeah. You know, my studio, my studio is pretty humble. I'll say, at home. Yeah. Um. It's yeah. It's uh. It's a closet really. Hey, no worries. Well, it has the best acoustics, right? Oh. All, all the all the you know jackets and and sweaters to you know absorb the the sound hey <laughs> so it's it that small that's it right it works yeah it works yeah. all right well, i think we can start bringing this to an end so what would you like the audience to know mm -hmm. uh, what would you like the audience to look out for when it comes to your music are you are also are you on tiktok i'm not on tiktok um as my my I have a my younger brother is uh, turning eighteen this year. He tells me TikTok is for is for girls, not for guys. What? I know, I know. He's I mean, he's just uh, he's been, he's being he's I, being. I, I know more dudes on TikTok than girls. Actually. I heard TikTok. I heard TikTok has some issues with you know China stealing data and stuff. Man, who doesn't steal data, man? Everybody steals right. data. All yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm not on TikTok. Um, I'm not on a, I'm not on a lot of social media, so I guess that's that's not good, right? If you want to in today's world, if you want to be uh to be out there, uh, I am on SoundCloud. Uh, my handle uh, is yeah. I'm not on SoundCloud for the podcast. It just felt SoundCloud was asking too much. For, I just felt too lazy to do the the SoundCloud uploading. Uh, I prefer to press one button and everybody just and my podcast everywhere. It's then, distributed. Yeah, so yeah. that's why I never did SoundCloud. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, I, I know TikTok has been banned from some universities and not somebody in the military, actually. We were in Bahrain together. And I see him posting videos on TikTok and I'm like, uh, it's weird. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's in uniform, too. <laughs> was like, he, is he doing like dances and stuff? Uh, he's doing, yeah, that robot boy. That boy, that dude is, uh, he's my age mate, so he's a boy. I can call him a boy. But uh, yeah, he's, uh, I'm like, ain't you? You, you in active duty doing all this on TikTok? It's confusing to me, but yeah, yeah. But um, hey, TikTok is the hottest social media. It is. Right it is. Now. The growth has been. But uh, I do TikTok. I do LinkedIn. 
I do LinkedIn is it is it's also good too for uh, they're big on um, creatives too. Mm. Actually, there's a, there's a Ghanaian that runs the the social their their um, what's it called? Yeah, I'm trying to get him on the podcast. We've talked actually, but he's so busy because he travels to Africa. He's in charge of their creative program for Africa and. Is it Africa, Middle East, or something like that? Um, hmm. He has a gun. Is yeah, he has an interesting story. He you just know, has to commit to coming on the podcast. I had never thought of LinkedIn as a as a place for creative. Oh uh, my my friend was part of their what's it called where they gather creatives together. Uh, what they call that kind of stuff? LinkedIn did one. Snapchat did one. Um, I know somebody on TikTok's program. Google used to have one where they used to get podcasters. Hmm. And then Google is now, I think Google might end their podcast even. They're doing some weird things with Google Podcasts lately. Um, it's like a, cre- a creative hub where they bring a bunch of creatives together. LinkedIn, my, my friend was on the first one that uh, LinkedIn did last year. Hmm. They got 100 creatives together. They paid them. And um, LinkedIn gave them a whole bunch of resources. So he, he, wow. he actually... That's that's before the, the audio. That was like the the precursor to their audio mm-hmm. launching of their audio on their platform. Yeah, yeah. So he got to be aware of that, and he started being like one of the voices to let people know that hey, you can this is yeah record audio on LinkedIn. You can put audio out there. So he does a lot of audio stuff on this LinkedIn. Is, wow, this is news to me. And yeah. I always thought of LinkedIn as a very sort of. Uh, suit and tie kind of place. Yeah, but he does suit and tie. But there's some conversations which, because he's a black guy with his stuff is related to um, people with uh, locks, dreadlocks, hmm. and so how do you survive in the in in the, in um, workplaces? Hmm. You know, being a black person with dreadlocks, how do you get into employment? You know, do people discriminate against hmm. you? You know, because you know it's supposed to be like you can get into corporate America if you have dreadlocks, right? Hmm. If call the respect respectability politics mm-hmm. kind of thing, those kind of messaging, yeah, 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 yeah. and he gets a lot of people from corporate America to come on his show, to come yeah. talk, and so interesting. That's how he grew yeah, his podcast, yeah. and now he actually just launched the network, and so yeah, wow. I was like, wow. Nice. But without him, I probably wouldn't have known that LinkedIn was a place like I I, I always release like. Uh, post on LinkedIn that I have an episode out but I never I wouldn't have seen LinkedIn LinkedIn, was good for creatives so because of him I started changing my LinkedIn profile into more of my creative side than my corporate than just being like oh I want to be in only corporate America like I'm like yeah why not I'm a creative I embrace the creative yes so yeah yeah but anyway yeah so what should the the audience what would you like to your final word, what would you like to let the audience know mm. on the creative side? What would you like to give the audience on the creative side about your creative side and you yeah. know, anyone who's looking to go into the creative yeah. or embrace their creativeness? Yeah. What would um, you like to let them know? Yeah. Well, I'll start with the commercial side. Uh, my handle on, on SoundCloud is Rod Speed. That's my artist name. Um, I could have predicted that. That's, yeah. Well, that's my Instagram <laughs> handle as well. Uh, 
so yeah so look at my music uh you know if you like it you like it. if you don't that's that's fine um yeah, if, if you don't like it still share the guy's work yeah yeah share it right because yeah. so that's not just my mom and my wife and my daughter singing my songs so, uh, <laughs> the woman in my life um yeah in terms of creativity uh and by the way i just started like in october so yeah uh humble hat on but in terms of creativity i, I don't know if i'm like qualified to to give anyone advice but you know a lot of what you said uh rings true you know creativity a lot of people think about like what well, i i i've been doing right like art and music and stuff but there it's 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 less of a, a medium and more of a way of looking at the world you know just we talked about our kids and you know your daughter and how she sort of is trying out you know you know podcasting and interviewing you and then trying you know going and hitting some keys on the piano it's it's really just preserving that spirit of play i think is is what is where creativity stems from and you know there are creative ways to be a good husband creative ways to to talk to your landlord creative ways to walk down the street it's just uh, there's, there's there's it's it's not limited to just the the you know typical fields that we think of uh, it's more of a, a a stance and like you said everybody has a creative bone in their body and um you know take take a take a cue you know having children is a blessing because you get to see just their rage to master things their rage to to try things um, one thing kids do not do is they don't, they're not afraid of sucking at something. Mm. You know, that's why I said, you know, everyone draws, right? Everyone's always drawn, um, you know, without, without the inner critic, um, which, which grows as you grow along, unfortunately, society yeah. telling you, oh, this is not good. Don't put it out there. Mm -hmm. I think you have to be comfortable sucking for a long time sometimes, uh, before you're sort of good at something. Um, yeah, so. The stakes are low, YOLO, you know, just do it. There you go. Put out there. And support indie creatives, including myself. Yeah. And um, give plus, us plus that one. dollars. If you got Jeff Bezos money, give us the 100 million. We'll take it. Don't give me bitcoins. I don't need bitcoins. Yeah. Support what, more of what you want to see in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I have to go get FTX money. Even <laughs> FTX don't have money. So don't make me go get FTX money. Give me the real money, all right? So support us. Support everybody. Like, yeah. share. Yeah. Share our stuff. Yeah. Put it out there. Listen to White Label American. Listen, 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 share, you know, keep the love going. Yeah. So thank you, my brother, for coming on. I say thank you again. In, in you know, which in, of all your languages? I speak a couple of, so in, in three years, Medase. Adasi. And then in Kasim is Akinli. Akinli. Oh. Huh. I, I, I think I've heard Medasi. You, know, you know what Medasi means? What? It means I, I, I rest beneath you. Oh, literally. No. I'd have time to thank you. Well, it just means like you, are, like, you know, I put myself beneath you because you've done something good for me. Sort of like. Oh, man, that, that, that's, a long, that's a long way from oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, right? Yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, I appreciate you, brother. Always, always appreciate, appreciate you too. You, yeah, thank, thanks for having me on again. All righty. So, everyone, you know where to find us www.widelabelamerican.com. Don't forget, you can download the app, it's free. Go to your Google Play Store, get it. If you don't want to go on the website, download the app and go listen there. It's free. Give it to your friends. You know, Valentine's Day. You know, hey. Flash, you have an app? 
Yeah, that's Android app. That's for Android. I don't that's have it okay, for okay, Apple. Okay, okay, okay. Nah, right. I so I feel less bad now. But you have an app. That's yeah. that's huge. Yeah, that's huge. Wow. Man. Yeah. Give it to all your Android users. There's more Android phones in the world. You know, got to yeah. get out to that market. That's, that's Alrighty, I'll see you at the next episode, and thank you for the privilege of your company. Thanks for listening to White Label American. If you enjoyed the show, we'll appreciate if you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. If you have any questions, comments, or have someone who will be a good guest on the show, or you want to be on the show, send us a message at whitelabelamerican at gmail.com. And make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at White Label American. Thank you for your support.